Welcome to Better Edge, a Northwestern medicine podcast for physicians. I'm Melanie Cole, and joining me today is Dr. Lubna Chowdhury. She's a professor of medicine in the Division of Cardiology at Northwestern Medicine, and she's here to highlight hypertrophic cardiomyopathy and the treatment and surgical options offered at Northwestern Medicine. Dr. Chowdhury, it's a pleasure to have you join us today. I'd like you to start by telling us a little bit about hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, the prevalence, what you see in the trends, and your role at Northwestern Medicine. Hello, Melanie, and thank you very much for this opportunity to do this podcast. I'm the director of the Hypertrophic Cardiomyopathy Clinic of Northwestern, and I also founded this clinic back in 2008 with the goal of providing comprehensive multidisciplinary care for patients with this condition, which can be very diverse in its manifestations and can require multiple different types of expertise. So HCM is a genetic condition where a patient is born with a genetic mutation which programs the heart muscle to thicken with time, and it can appear at any time in your life, and you can have outflow obstruction, which is the most common form of HCM, obstructive HCM. And obstructive HCM has many treatment options, and we have all of them at Northwestern. Thank you so much for that. Now, for providers not used to seeing this, Dr. Chowdhury, what symptoms would indicate a referral, as well as the fact that many of the symptoms are similar to other conditions? Can you speak just a little bit about referral and when you feel it's important? Yes, absolutely. So, you know, providers who are seeing patients in the community, especially, should be aware of symptoms when a patient says they're short of breath. There is no other obvious reason. Shortness of breath is a very common symptom when they do ordinary activities. They can have chest tightness, heaviness, chest discomfort. Also, lightheadedness or fainting are very common symptoms of this condition. So if a patient presents with that constellation or any of those symptoms, they may not have all of them, but if they have some of them, Think about hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, listen to their heart, see if you hear a heart murmur, get an ECG, and see if the ECG shows left ventricular hypertrophy, then you know that you're probably dealing with HCM. So then you should think about referring them to a cardiologist to do an echocardiogram to confirm the diagnosis. And of course, if they have HCM, we are known as a center of excellence for the treatment of this condition. Do refer them to us. Well, thank you for that. So tell us a little bit about what patients can expect regarding the diagnostic process for hypertrophic cardiomyopathy and what can they expect from your team at Northwestern? So the patient can expect, first of all, that we will ask them for their prior medical records, especially images of their cardiac MRI or echocardiograms that are recorded on CDs and sent to us so we can upload them in our system for our review because we feel it's very important to make sure that their diagnosis of hypertrophic cardiomyopathy is actually correct. If we do not have access to those images, they can expect to have their echo done here at Northwestern. It could also be a stress echo or a cardiac MRI if they didn't have one done. It is very important to make the correct diagnosis. I emphasize that as some conditions can look like HCM, hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, that's the short name for it, with totally different treatment approaches for them. So we need to make sure the diagnosis is correct. The patients can also expect that we do an ECG 
which is an electrocardiogram in the office when we see them for the first time. And we also offer them genetic testing. Since this is a genetic disease, we often do a heart monitor on them, usually for 24 hours, but could be for longer, depending on whether they have palpitations as symptoms or lightheadedness and so on. So these are the main tests the patient can expect from us. Well, I'd like you to speak about treatments, non-surgical and surgical. So start with non-surgical. What treatment options are available? So HCM has been treated for many years by medicines which were initially developed for other heart conditions. And the most common medicine we use is a beta blocker medicine such as metoprolol. And this works very well in many patients. We also use non-dihydropyridine calcium channel blockers if people cannot tolerate the beta blockers. And we also need sometimes a third line agent called dizepiramide or norpace, which is a particularly hard drug to find these days as it is not produced as much because it happens to be its only niche use in cardiology. So these drugs actually reduce left ventricular outflow tract obstruction in HCM, which is a feature present in the majority of these patients and cause their symptoms. So what I mean by outflow tract obstruction is that HCM causes the muscle to thicken and the muscle pulls the mitral valve the wrong way and blocks the blood flow out of the heart. And this causes obstruction and high pressures in the heart and causes their symptoms. And these medicines improve their symptoms by reducing this abnormal physiology that we see in the heart. And if they are refractory to medicational intervention, what are some of the surgical options available? The classic surgery for hypertrophic cardiomyopathy patient is called the septal myectomy, which means that the surgeon does open heart surgery and cuts out a portion of the thick heart muscle so that it does not pull the mitral valve the wrong way, and it widens the outflow tract of the left ventricle so that the blood can flow freely out of the heart when it pumps without obstruction, thus increasing the, thus decreasing the pressures in the heart. Apart from this classic surgery, other surgeries that are available are ways of repairing the mitral valve and the subvalvular apparatus. The mitral valve, I have to say, is often abnormal in HCM. It's often elongated and floppy and requires repair. And I would emphasize that we are one of the few centers in the country that routinely do complex anterior mitral valve repair, such as resections and folding plasty and papillary muscle repositioning in conjunction with myectomy to achieve low gradients in patients with obstructive disease involving the mitral valve apparatus, which consists not just of the valve leaflets, but also the cords which anchor the valve leaflets to the papillary muscles of the left ventricle. And we know that at least about one-third of patients with obstructive HCM have problems with the mitral valve apparatus. So you need surgeons who are able to deal with the whole problem. And we are also pushing forward the science at Northwestern of the surgical technique using intracardiac echocardiogram to evaluate the extent and effectiveness of the resection during myectomy. So we are looking at the optimum amount of muscle to be resected and removed that will yield the best hemodynamic result rather than just enough approach. There is also a team approach here with surgery for HCM. Dr. Doug Johnston and Dr. Chris Mehta always review the cases together and do the complex cases together so that we are not dependent on a single surgeon to achieve the great results that we have with surgery. 
What excites you on the horizon, Dr. Chowdhury, for HCM? So a fundamental problem in hypertrophic cardiomyopathy is at the level of the heart muscle fibers, where the muscle fibers are working over time because they are being pulled on by a large number of hands, so to speak, of their fellow fibers to make the heart contractility vigorous. And that vigorous contraction is a problem because it pulls the mitral valve the wrong way and blocks the outflow tract and causes obstruction. This abnormal muscle biology was addressed by a designer drug that was developed for HCM. Northwestern participated in all those drug trials. And this class of drugs has been approved by the FDA last year, and it is called cardiac myosin inhibitor. And this drug, the first drug to be approved was Mavacampton last year. And in the majority of patients, this drug showed spectacular improvement of symptoms by changing the way the heart works. It is very effective at reducing outflow obstruction that causes the majority of symptoms in this disease. It is a very exciting time for HCM because close on its heels is another cardiac myosin inhibitor that we are developing as we speak. And we have already done some trials with very positive results. And we are going to do much larger trials using the second generation cardiac myosin inhibitor. And I'm sure we will have something very exciting to report within the next year or two. Dr. Chowdhury, as we wrap up, and you've given us so much great information, and you've said that Northwestern Medicine is a center of excellence for HCM, I'd just like you to summarize today's episode, what you would like the key takeaways to be, and what makes Northwestern Medicine so uniquely qualified to treat patients with HCM. Sure. Fortunately, in Northwestern, we have deep expertise in the management of hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. There are people like me who are HCM specialists who have been seeing these patients for years and years, and we have a feel for what to do next for each patient. I think that is important because many of the cardiologists who refer patients to us really want us to tell them what to do next, and we are that port of call for you. In addition to that, we have all the tools we need for diagnosis and treatment of these patients at Northwestern with an unparalleled collaboration from a multidisciplinary team consisting of expert surgeons, electrophysiologists or heart rhythm doctors who treat abnormal heart rhythms in these patients, and implant devices like pacemakers and defibrillators for those patients who need them as well as a wealth of experts on cardiac imaging, reading these MRI and echocardiographic studies. HCM is a genetic disease. It's caused by a gene mutation. So we have cardiovascular genetics experts who are cardiologists, who are specializing in the genetics, and they're available to our patients for consultations once we get their genetic test results back. We also have genetics counselors for our patients, as well as cardiac behavioral medicine staff to counsel patients who are very anxious with this disease. We also have access to dietitians across our health system who can counsel patients regarding nutrition and weight loss if they need it, and so on. So we have the pieces in place to deliver comprehensive care for a patient. So we are a one-stop shop for HCM at Northwestern because of all the expertise that has been built up into our program over the years. And as you know, we have been recognized as a center of excellence by the Hypertrophic Cardiomyopathy Association for many years. 
And we do a promotion with patient information webinars. We did one recently in April. It was well-received with over 300 registrants, I'm told. And we also were featured in the April newsletter of the Hypertrophic Cardiomyopathy Association. Our program was featured as a center of excellence. So we have the reputation because we deliver comprehensive care And HCM is a disease with very variable symptoms. Some people have no symptoms. They see me once a year to check in. Others have lots of symptoms. We end up doing heart transplant in some of these people. And in between are other patients who are somewhere in between. So we have something for everyone, no matter what type of HCM you have. So I think that's why we are recognized as a center of excellence. Thank you so much, Dr. Chowdhury. What an informative episode this was. To refer your patient or for more information, please visit our website at breakthroughsforphysicians.nm.org slash cardiovascular to get connected with one of our providers. That concludes this episode of Better Edge, a Northwestern medicine podcast for physicians. I'm Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for joining us today.